Hey guys, Eduardo here. Just wanted to give you a little heads up about the show. Um, we had a bit, a little bit of audio issues with the sound quality on my particular microphone, so you're going to hear a little choppiness. Um, you're going to probably want to turn the volume down for this one. I apologize, but I promise for the next one, the audio is going to be nice and squeaky clean. It's going to sound really good. Um, but rest assured, this show is still great, and you're going to have a lot of fun listening to it. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show, and I promise for the next time, we'll be all set. All right? Have fun. Welcome to a brand new episode of Squad Up, the podcast about all kinds of things, games, movies, TV, board games, other things that we're interested in talking about. Today we're going to talk a little bit about roadkill, so I guess that's another thing we're kind of interested in. Math. <laughs> Math. No. My name's Eduardo, and I am the host of this very podcast, and joining me on the squad today, all the way from sunny Orlando, Florida, I just revealed to the world your address for whatever reason, it's Peaches. I complain about Florida on literally every stream that I have, so it's not like it's news to anybody at this point. Florida sucks. <laughs> yeah, it just started hey. getting like um, into the like the 60s during the day and like the 40s at night here, which is like perfect fall weather. And mm. it's like the calm before the storm because literally the sky will poop snow all over us here in a couple months and I will hate everything about the cold. But for now, it's awesome. Man, I wish I pooped snow. <laughs> That'd be gross. That'd be great. That would be gross. <laughs> What's that voice I hear? It's a new member of the squad. What? Boo, 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 boo. I could have probably gotten a sound bumper for that, but I'm too lazy, so I'm just going to do it with my voice. <laughs> I have one. Hold on. You keep Wait. talking. I'm going to look for it. It's Dennis. Dennis, what's up, man? Welcome aboard. What's going on? Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. It's, so uh, pretty awesome. I listened to you guys on the way home just to prepare for this. Oh, sweet. Well, we're glad to have you on board. But there's one thing you got to do beforehand. Just like everyone that's come before you, that's joined the squad. One sacrifice. One sacrifice oh, of <laughs> divulging the top five favorite games of all time. What are they, Dennis? And why? Why? So you want them all, like, right now? You want me to spread them out? You can spread them out. You want to do them one at a time. We'll talk about them. But, and just talk about them and what they, what they mean to you and why what they're one of your favorite games. So they're not really in any, like, this one's the best one and then the next one's the second best. They're all kind of, like, interchangeable. But my first uh, favorite game of all time would have to be Grand Theft Auto 3. Because um, I'm sure you guys have played it. It was pretty mind-blowing to me back whenever it came out. I don't know how long ago that was. It was early 2000s, maybe? I don't know. But, um, yeah, like, the very... (laughs) As soon as you turned it on and, like, you did, like, the beginning part of the story, you got to, like you could walk around and do whatever you want. And I remember the very first thing I did is I went down an alley and there was a baseball bat and I grabbed this baseball bat and I just like walked down to the middle of the road and there's this old lady walking by. And for some reason I just hit her with it and she like pooped out like 20 bucks and my character got money for that. I'm like, this is the craziest game I've ever played. (laughs) 
I'm like, what else? What other crazy shit can oh, I man. do in this game? And you, you can know, steal cars and like all this shit. That's fantastic. It's even funnier because Peaches was talking during that, but we actually can't hear him because his mic is muted. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's still muted. I don't know what's going on with him. Um... Push the button, microphone. <laughs> there, there he is. <laughs> I said, uh, your dream that you couldn't pull off in reality happened in the video game. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you know, I've always wanted to just, you know, get a baseball bat and do some damage. But yeah, You're man. that old lady, man. <laughs> I don't, don't ask me why I chose the old lady. I'm sure there were plenty of other pedestrians I could have chose from, but I mean, you know. She was, who knows how long she would have been around anyway. So. You're the reason people say video games <laughs> oh are violent. <laughs> But no, that was like, the whole game movie. was just really, really awesome and um, great story. And I mean, it's like one of the first like open world like sandbox type of games. I know you guys were talking about um, Spider Man in the uh, the last podcast that I just heard, and you know, it's kind of like the precursor to to all that kind of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Grand Theft Auto Three was the first one that was in 3D, correct? Yeah, and that was another thing because, like, the first two were like top down, like when your character is running around, is like this little, like, almost looked like a, a meeple, like <laughs> just <laughs> running around, like shooting people. So it was definitely crazy to have like a different, like, change of uh, perspective. Damn it! What are you doing? That's not the right sound. <laughs> are you looking for the horn still? Yeah, man, I thought that I hit replay, but I hit next. <laughs> there it is. There we go. I thought you might want to listen to some classical music, you know, what clearly yeah, precedes the air horn on YouTube's playlist algorithm. You know, I would talk a little bit about Grand Theft Auto 3, but I don't think I can follow up hitting an old lady with a baseball bat. So how about we just move on to your next favorite game? Uh, all right, so like I said, they're in no real order to me, but uh, I mainly picked all these games, not so much because there's so many like amazing video games out there. It's hard to just like pick, hey, you have to have like these five. So it was more like games that like stuck with me and I had like a almost like an aha moment type thing like, oh, shit, that was so cool. But uh, the next game I chose was... Um, Resident Evil, the very first one. Oh, that wow. was like, at the time, when that game came out, I'm going to date myself here, so I'm going to sound old as hell, but uh, that game came out like around middle school for me, so that game scared the crap out of me. Hold on, I got to look up the release date. <laughs> the internet! Yeah, but, I, uh, <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah, like, the, um, the game was crazy oh, yeah, you're scary. old, man. Oh, is he? What's the year? Yeah. March 22nd, 1996. Well, like I said, old, <laughs> old guy, old guy in the room. <laughs> I'm with you, dude. I remember the first um, Resident Evil game I played. It was um, Code, was it the Veronica? Code Veronica? Yeah, for the Dreamcast. Uh, I played it on, um, did I play on the Dreamcast? I, played, I think I played it on GameCube. Oh, nice. I think it was a, I think it was a remaster of Veronica on GameCube. Okay. Either it was a GameCube or PS2, and I remember playing it and being like, "Why have I never played these games before?" But I think what really made me start really enjoying Resident Evil games was Resident Evil Four, 
Uh, oh, I yeah. Think Resident Evil 4 was like... Great. It's fantastic, dude. And it like still to this day holds up real well. And to this day... You can hear nerds across the world quoting that merchant that sells you stuff. <laughs> oh, I quote that guy all the time. What are you buying? <laughs> Dude, I can't tell you how long I'll, the I'll very first time I played price. Resident Evil 4, <laughs> how long it took me to actually go into the first town because you start the game off, right, and you see that little house and there's like some birds you can shoot. And then right. right after that, you follow a path to the main town of the game. Like it starts off real quick. And I knew shit was going to go down when I went in there. So I stood outside of the town and I just stared in for probably like 20 minutes before I was brave <laughs> enough to actually play the game. Well, that's kind of how the first game was like, you know, you're walking around this mansion and you have to, there's a lot of like hunting for keys and going back and forth. But like the first time one of those, um, those hunters show up, they can pretty much one shot you with their claws. Dude, it was so scary. <laughs> I'm with it, dude. I'm with it. I'm all about it. <laughs> have you guys played... Um, well, actually, have you heard that they're doing the remastered of Resident Evil 2? Yeah, and people are like really, really hyped for it. Dude, I'm super psyched I for it. I, I had a tough time because I was thinking about it when you, you asked me to like pick my top five games. I was like, which like is the first one? better than the second one it's like the first one was like game changing and like super scary but then the second one like had you had two characters you could play as and they have like interweaving story as you go through the missions and stuff so I, I had a tough time picking which one i liked better but i think the first one is just more like it's it's scarier and um i don't know it just like stuck with me isn't but I'm the, for the second one. for Halloween Horror Nights like three or four years ago? Isn't Resident Evil Two what they based their Resident Evil house on? No, I thought that was. One? Didn't they have a movie? Yeah, I think it was. It was, based, it was based, off? based off of the movie, right? I don't think I, it was because there sure. were video game references in it. Like there were um, well, ammo there... packs and herbs that you could pick up, and at the very end, like there was a pause screen, and at the very end of the house, it said "Game Over." Oh yeah, you know what? You you're right. I think they did like kind of a combination of two of those because they did the movie, but they also like put in video game references to the house in the house. Okay. I mean, we can all agree the movies are kind of terrible, right? Uh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, they're my favorite. (laughs) Those movies really suck. Liar. You know what's crazy (laughs) is that they're still making those movies, dude. Like, uh, isn't there a new one coming out soon? I, I could be wrong, but I think it's the last one. Like finally, they're like, "All right, we've we've beat this this dead horse." You know? Yeah, man. <laughs> saw three was the last saw, so I'll believe that yeah. when I'm dead. Right. <laughs> but yeah, that that game was good. Um, so my next one, I don't know, like. I don't know when you guys like have mentioned this game on previous podcasts, but um, my next one is uh, Metal Gear Solid, the very first one. You know, it's interesting because we've never actually talked about Metal Gear Solid, mostly because I've never actually played a Metal Gear Solid game. The the one I'm talking about is for it came out for PlayStation One, 
and dude it's like it's epic it's like it's like watching a movie like they actually just did on uh youtube there's a a guy that he remasters like intros to old video games and he just did the uh the beginning part of metal gear solid and it's dude it's epic like look it up but uh it's really cool but i mean you get to sneak around this island you, f- you actually feel like like a like a spy because the whole thing is this tactical uh espionage like stealth you don't want to get caught and you can actually go through the game without without killing anybody because you have like your regular pistol and then you also have like a like a it's a pistol but it shoots like tranquilizers so you actually could go through the whole game without killing anybody and that's including bosses too that's cool i tried res or uh sorry i didn't mean to say resident evil i tried metal gear solid 2 when i was a lot younger and i did not understand the concept the concept of stealth so i just died in the very first level over and over again because i kept trying to shoot things (laughs) and everything that's kind of a game like you can't really just jump into to that game because like like you said it's it's stealth based you don't just go around like trying to shoot everybody mm-hmm. yeah i have um playstation plus a couple months ago gave out one of the metal gears i think it's metal gear solid 5 one of them because i know there's been like more than one metal gear solid 5 um but... well i think the what was it ground zero was like a prequel to the new resident evil resident evil 5 um, but yeah, Resident Evil Five is, I think, is the last one that uh, um, Kojima did. Which he's like, Solid? he's he's the one that created like everything. You mean Metal Gear Solid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so then that leads us to um, what's what whatever Kojima's doing out there. Have you guys seen those Death Stranding trailers? Yeah, they. I'm really intrigued about it. I think it. It sounds cool. I have no idea what the hell the game's about, but I'm excited that uh, uh, Daryl's in the game. Um, <laughs> what's his his real name? Um, Norman Reedus. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that guy. yeah it seems like it's going to be a really cool game. I couldn't tell you what it's about. <laughs> yeah, that game keeps getting weirder and weirder and weirder, and it'll be fun when it comes out because we'll you all mean- be like... The yeah. guy who made the Metal Gear Solid games made a weird game. <laughs> well, I mean, just look at uh, Silent Hills, the the playable trailer. Like, dude, not only was that super scary, that shit was super weird. <laughs> Lisa, Jareth, Lisa, Jareth. <laughs> Jareth, Lisa. God, remember us trying to play through the trailer the playable trailer and like just like scaring the crap out of each other dude it was so rough man we like made everybody play that game we're like hey we pooped our pants it's your turn (laughs) (laughs) i i only finished it once like i've only seen the ending like actually on my tv once and i think you were there for it zach yeah i mean it's like it's so hard because everybody thinks they know how to solve the puzzle, but I don't think any of those solutions are actually legitimate. I think everybody just lucks into it eventually. <laughs> and then they Pretty get to much, because it's all end. like specific steps you have to take, and it's like... 
it's like, look at the clock, take 12 steps forward, yell Lisa or Jareth into your microphone, then turn around, do a little dance, make a little love, beat the game. Like, <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so what's your next game? Let's see. I have it written down here. All right. So I'm going to take this a little old school here. So I tried mm-hmm. to pick a game from, you know, some of my fa- my favorite systems. So you guys have probably already talked about this, um, but I picked Super Mario Brothers 3. Hey, waka waka. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that was like, when that game came out, I like, I felt like I had a, an edge up on everybody that played that game first because I don't know. And again, I'm going to date myself again because... I'm the oldest here. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen the movie um, The Wizard? Like The Wiz? No, no, it's called The Wizard. It's oh. it's pretty much it's got uh, Fred Savage is the he's the main character in the movie. It's pretty much a movie that was made as like an extended Nintendo trailer, and they use this movie to unveil oh, Super Mario Brothers Three. From? What's up? Is that what the power glove is from? Yes, yeah, because yeah, they show the power glove and okay, like his uh his rival, his name's Lucas. He's wearing the power glove and he's like, "I love the power glove. It's so bad." <laughs> <laughs> oh my Back when bad meant cool. Yeah, yeah, and um, so at the very end of the movie, spoiler alert, and if you haven't seen this movie, it's. I'm sure you could probably find it on like YouTube or download it or something, but um, they, they go to this gaming tournament and the game that they like unveil is super Mario brothers three. And everybody's like, Holy shit. Like, I guess this, it hadn't even come out yet. And um, they like show you how to get like the first, uh, the first whistle in the movie. And I was like, there's no way that that actually is a thing. So I get the game and I did it. And I was like, holy crap, they actually like gave you a tip of the game in the movie. <laughs> so it was just like a a crazy like way to sell the game. That's awesome. What an insane concept that probably would literally never happen today, right? Like yeah. that concept of just being like a drawn out trailer for a game that's going to come out later. That would like, there's no way that happens in today's no. day and age. <laughs> I mean, there are plenty of bad movies. I'm sure someone could do it if they wanted to. Well, what I'm saying is this movie probably, this movie was probably backed at least some at the time, right? It was, it probably wasn't like a crap film. It was probably backed no, by No, there was some. some big name, well, a big name actor. I mean, besides um, Fred Savage, um, Christian Slater was in it. He played his brother. Um, so there were some big name actors in it, but I, I mean, it's an it's an older movie. But when the movie came out, like people were like, "Oh man, did you hear about you know the new Super Mario Brothers?" It's like, "Oh yeah, I gotta go check it out." Yo, Fred Savage's name in that movie was Corey, and that makes me laugh. Because his brother's <laughs> named Corey. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, that's the thing, man. You grew up with Fred Savage, and we grew up with Ben Savage. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. I think we had a little bit of an overlap there. 
I think Dennis also might have grown up with with Ben and Fred. Well, and Fred was in an episode of. Do you remember that episode of Boy Meets World where Fred Savage is in there and he plays he plays a college professor and he makes a move on Topanga and then Corey yeah. punches him in the face. Oh yeah, I do yeah. remember that. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Get him. Good for Corey, man. That's what you know. I I don't know if I've said it a lot on the podcast, but Topanga was the first love of my life. And I'm you've sure not for... only said it on the podcast, you've said it every I'm day. I'm many, many a time. <laughs> many a time. I hey, look you... and I fondly remember Topanga. Topanga's your jam. She is. She'll always I be was, there in my I heart. was just talking to Lisa about, you know, like old old crushes from TV shows. And I was saying that my like first crush was... Um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Carissa from Carissa Explains It All. Ah, <laughs> I don't remember uh, who that actress M- is. M- but I Melissa Joan Hart, I think. Yeah, Melissa Joan Hart, yeah. Because yeah. we were talking about um, Sabrina. I was like, oh, well, I knew her back when she was Clarissa. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you guys hear that thunder outside? Yeah, it's raining like crazy at my place. Yo, we're about to die. <laughs> You'll be all right. Well, before oh, we, God. before you guys die, how about we hear your last game of all time? <laughs> <laughs> That's the last right, thing I want to so know before I go. <laughs> I I think you guys have talked about this game. I know you've talked about the franchise, but uh, so my last game is uh, Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time. Gotham City Imposters. And... I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> also, also an awesome game. But the reason I picked this game is. Not only was the the gold cartridge like super cool, but um, I feel like for, for me it was the first game that I played that like I actually figured stuff out as I went. Like I never, I didn't. Obviously, we didn't have like the internet or like stuff like that to like look look up if you got lost in a game or whatever. Like this game, I actually like slowly figured things out and. Let me just say, fuck the water temple. Sucks. <laughs> but um, yeah, that game, that game's awesome. It was one of the first games that I feel like that I like accomplished without like help. <laughs> Yo, back then you wouldn't have had the internet. You're right. You would have had to buy like the uh, the Prima official strategy guide. You guys, yeah. Those? Or if I connected to the internet, you know, I'd have to wait for all the the boops and bings and <laughs> wait like an hour for like a picture to load you go you know, to like neo back, back in the dark ages <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of work back then man it was like neoseeker.com for all your cheat codes yeah and then <laughs> create their own sites on like geo cities if they wanted yeah. to uh the site i always them. used was uh do you guys remember cheat cc or cheat code yeah. central yeah. or whatever yeah yeah <laughs> yeah did you guys hear um emu paradise shut down no, i did I not even know what that is emu paradise it was like a it was a big emulator site for like tons of years that's right oh used to get yeah all my because ROMs. nintendo is like cracking down because obviously with the switch they want to start using the switch to play old games but yeah they started cracking down like hard on uh emulation sites yep Yo, CheatCC.com still exists. What? <laughs> yeah, it's still up in there. Are there like cobwebs and like dust on your screen? Like, does this. 
<laughs> yeah, I opened up the page and I got pelted by just debris from my computer. <laughs> and a, a skeleton, a whole human skeleton came out. <laughs> <laughs> well, those were five. That was five, right? We got five. I counted, right? Five? Uh, yeah, five. Yeah, five. five. <laughs> those are five quality games, and that means you're now an official member of the squad, so welcome. Uh, I'm so happy. <laughs> what happened to your app, dude? I don't have it up anymore. Yeah. I just have classical uh, music. Just more classical music, music instead. Of... Yeah. <laughs> That's how we rig in parties here. Yeah, here we go. Let's <laughs> let's play the the classical music. Welcome to the squad. <laughs> <laughs> um. We don't, awesome. have a, we don't have a ton of news to talk about. We're going to talk about one story that's kind of been taking the world by storm. But to do that, we need to hear what time it is. What time do you guys think it is? Summer time. It's uh, our vacation. It's uh, Waluigi time. <laughs> I'm so happy. Waluigi time. Waluigi time. It's time to hear what's going on in the world, specifically of gaming this week, because... Groundbreaking, Sony has decided that they're going to allow crossplay on their console, which is unprecedented. It's about with, fucking time. With Sony, which is interesting. Um, and it's so interesting that, that we live in this landscape where that's like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? You keep going. Really I'm going to look okay. up the Would You Rather theme. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to um, play it? Or? Uh, so, uh, Sony uh, is going to let crossplay happen, which is super cool. Um, <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, this, this might be. This might have to be a segment you guys borrow for uh, for another podcast. Yeah. Thanks, Comedy Bang Bang, for. Uh, <laughs> Doing what you rather. Hey, they don't do it anymore, so you got I'm sure they don't mind if you guys take it. <laughs> for, formal, for formally doing what you rather. <laughs> Sorry, Eduardo. Go ahead. Um, yeah, would you rather play on the Xbox or the PlayStation? Guess what? You don't have to choose anymore because you can play with each other. Um, nice segue. I like that. <laughs> uh, so Sony's going to let you crossplay, which is super sweet. Um, it's going to start with Fortnite, but they've already said it's going to go to other games. Um, and it's interesting because Fortnite is definitely the catalyst here. If it wasn't for a game as big as Fortnite is right now, this wouldn't be happening. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, because Sony, they're winning the you know console wars right now. So if nobody played Fortnite, they'd be like, well, it's not that big of a deal. We're just going to hold on to all of our our fanboys, but now it's to the point where they need to to have be able to play play that game on any system is just like it's a smart idea. It makes you know good business sense. So what does that mean for the people that like Patrick who were like reasonably upset about the Fortnite situation? It about means- the account thing. You mean Patrick from um what patrick bob oh <laughs> yes <laughs> why don't we take fortnite and move it over here <laughs> um 
Well, it means that he's going to get to take all of the progress he made on his main account and play it anywhere. He's going to be able to play it on a Switch, um, which I think he's going to be buying later this year to play Smash Brothers because who's not going to be playing Smash Brothers later this year? Um, True. And People that don't know better. <laughs> and so it means that all that progress is going to be carried over. When you make a microtransaction for their battle pass, you're going to be able to use that battle pass no matter where you're playing Fortnite. Um and it's interesting how much Fortnite is changing the culture of gaming and almost how gaming has kind of changed. Because give me 10 years ago, and I would have never thought this was possible ever in yeah. any way. There was no game, in my opinion, that was big enough that had enough reach to make this kind of thing happen. I don't think... <clears throat> I think that uneducated about computers, Peaches, would have thought it was unfathomable. But, like, once you realize that all the consoles are just computers that are specialized in something, it's kind of weird that they're not interconnected more well, often. Well, I don't mean it by a logistical sense. I mean it by a practical sense, like a, oh, yeah. like a, like a business sense. From a business sense, in a lot of ways, Sony right now, their bread and butter is the fact that they are all – they're the exclusive, right? They've got all the exclusive games. We're, we just talked about Spider-Man not too long ago. We'll probably talk a little bit more about it because I've been playing a lot more. Um, oh, I just 100%ed it a couple of days ago. <laughs> I am proud of you. I'm not <laughs> there yet. But I'm, I'm at 0% right now, just and saying. That's really sad because we could have done spoilers. But too bad. Um, that's, not, that's not sad for me. I avoided them. <laughs> but from a business sense, it doesn't make it doesn't make a, like a ton of sense, specifically from what Sony's Holy bottom shit. line is. Um, yeah, dude, that's some loud thunder. Um, <laughs> I'm about to get that too. <laughs> so specifically from Sony's bottom line, it doesn't make too much sense. Um, what does make sense, though, is is that we live in an era where PR is king right now, right? The way the public perceives you as a company and how you deal, specifically with video games in a lot of ways, especially after all the controversies that there have been about loot boxes and um, predatory video game practices and all that, it makes sense for uh, Sony to be like, you know what? If we don't do this, we're going to have a shitload of bad press, so let's just do it and like rid ourselves of it. Speaking of bad press, I don't know if you guys saw this. Um, so the new new season of Fortnite just started, and when you purchase it, you get access to the uh, the two skins that, as you get more experience, you know they they change and you level them up or whatever. But um, so the female character you can unlock. Oh, I saw this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, when you make her do like one of the dances. She's got really weird, like, boob animation. <laughs> so Fortnite, um, they had to, like, release a statement saying, you know, we had no idea this, like, got out, got out into the open and into the game. You know, pretty much just, like, super apologizing about <laughs> and being like, well, we're really sorry. And I don't know if you've seen the videos of it, but it's pretty damn funny. <laughs> what, what dance does she do? She uh... does, like... I don't know the name of the dance, but she does something where she like shakes her chest and her boobs go in all different directions. <laughs> and it's like this really weird, like, <laughs> like boob animation. <laughs> season six. I'm just trying right? to see how many yeah, times I can say the word boob. <laughs> you get a prize if you say it a certain amount of times. You can't go over though. Chat, take a drink every time we say boob animation. <laughs> Also, anytime Eduardo Young. touches his mustache. Dude, if they did that, they'd be drunk. <laughs> I almost want to touch my mustache right now. 
Did you shave the mustache? It. There you go. There's I like, one. I like trimmed it a little bit. Two, three. Oh, okay. We're already at three drinks, bro. Um, <laughs> I so, have to get up and get another beer. Exciting stuff happening, and there's not too much else happening as far as news is concerned. Um, but I do want to get into the video games that we've been playing, and then we'll talk a little bit more about. Uh, we'll talk more a little about TV well, and some. Music I got going. one more news thing, and yeah. you know you can tell me to shut up if you want. But uh, <laughs> you guys hear? Did you guys hear about uh, Telltale? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Telltale shut down, and it was a big publicized thing. So Telltale. Um, they just out of the blue like closed their doors let go of 75 percent of their employees without severance some of these employees who were hired just a week prior yeah um, i heard one guy moved like across the country to come work for them and then they're like yeah don't bother coming in today and it really sucks because i'm a big fan of their walking dead games the Telltale Walking Dead games, and I know there's they're shopping around to maybe be able to finish the final season, but as it is right now, they've taken the whole thing off of like uh, Xbox Live and PlayStation Network, so you can't even purchase it right now. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's really sad all around that kind of layoff. Yeah, yeah, yep. and it's absolutely because their games are they're great, like. I don't know if you guys played the uh, the Batman game that they came out with recently, but that was awesome. Yeah, I think uh, from from what I read, they got into trouble because they had too much licensing, lots of really really expensive licensing that they couldn't keep the overhead cost for. Because they went they went really hard into trying to get all these other properties rather than make original ones. So they spent a lot of money getting Guardians of the Galaxy. They spent a lot of money getting Game of Thrones. They spent a lot of money getting Batman, and all of these things started kind of piling up on them. Yeah, and it was probably a ton of work for not that many people. I mean, they were probably working crazy hours overtime and not getting paid for it. Yep. Do you think they would have had enough people buying their Telltale games, though? That were, I mean, and I don't, I'm not trying to shit on them, but just playing devil's advocate a, a little bit. Do you think people would have bought a original idea from Telltale Games over? an idea that they already had stock in that they could participate in the story of like people already liked walking dead. So they gave it a try. People already liked Batman game of Thrones, yeah. that sort of thing. Well, I don't, I don't, did they do anything original? Like, I feel like that's how they made their money was making good games based on different intellectual like um, properties. Well, they made one of the most popular, which was Wolf among us. People love that game. Um, yeah, and, but that wasn't that wasn't something they came up with, wasn't that based was, on a, a sure, comic? Sure, sure. It is. While it is based on a comic, it wasn't them swinging for the fences, going for the biggest property. They took like right. a not like a super known comic, and they kind of made it their own. And and like in a lot of ways, it seemed like it was original story because not a lot of people had experienced the story before. Um, yeah, that's true. Whereas like something like Batman, you've seen Batman a hundred times, so if if you're gonna do Batman, you it's got to be special, right? I'm not yeah, saying absolutely. it wasn't, um, but it's it's got to seem that way for people to purchase it. Yeah, and they definitely did a different take on Batman. Like, did you guys play that at all? No, I have it sitting no. on my PlayStation because it was like free one month, but I still haven't played it. Yeah, it's it's a cool take. Like Batman almost is. Well, I won't spoil it, 
but he's he's different than he is in pretty much every other medium like his um you learn this in like the first episode so it's not like a huge spoiler but um you find out that Bruce Wayne's dad is part of like the the crime in Gotham and he like finds that out like the very end of the first episode and you're like holy shit like it totally changes the dynamic of Batman and what he stands for that's interesting <clears throat> I just looked at their website and it looks like they had a hand in the Jackbox games so I have to take back what I said because I really like Jackbox <laughs> Those are always on sale, and I'm like, I heard they're really good, but uh, I just can't ever pull the trigger on them. I'm going to do some self-promoting real quick and just say that if you ever want to try Jackbox, just I need enough people to let me know they want to play it because you don't have to own the game to play it. I can play it on my stream at mm-hmm. twitch.tv slash peaches. <laughs> and then anybody that wants to participate can you come the in plug and song, man. <laughs> Yeah, I got a little bit of practice, you know, saying like, yo, make sure you smash that follow button. Uh, any more surprise stories out of your sleeve there, Dennis? Well, I have a lot of time on my hands when I'm at work, so really <laughs> all I do is read video game articles. Um, no, not really. I mean, I, that's really all the uh, big stories game-wise right now. Also, he's not wearing a shirt, so there's no sleeves. You need, you need like a like a wind like like a cricket chirping. Like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we never would have a, a reason to use it. Come on, man. Fair <laughs> enough. Seduce that subscribe button. Um, so I want to hear about what you guys have been playing. What has been going on your playlist? You know what? For you know what, I'm gonna be selfish this week. This week we're gonna start with me. I'm gonna go first, mostly because hey, you're, you're the you're the main host, so that's, that's your prerogative, right? There. I I never go first. This time I'm going first. God damn it! Uh, mostly because it's been a whole lot of nothing. I've been really kind of bored with video games recently, and I'm saying this blasphemously on a on a podcast. Mostly because I've been continuing to play Spider Man, um, and mm. I've just been looking for something. Here's the thing with me. I need to have a game that I'm playing for myself and then a game that I use to take up my time. In a lot of ways, that's something like World of Warcraft or a MOBA or something. Um, back in the day, Dennis and I used to play Destiny, and that was my like oh, time-consuming game. So Dude, and I'm so excited for all of these multiplayer games that are coming out, like... Um, uh, Fallout 76, right. Red Dead Redemption 2, Anthem, like, God, we're going to have so many multiplayer games to play. Yeah, dude. And and that's that's sort of what I'm missing right now. Um, I'm a little down on WoW right now. I haven't been playing it as much as I used to. A lot of the same games that I've been normally playing, I haven't been playing as much. I, I have this routine where I'll sit down on my computer, I'll flip through my list of games, I'll pick one, I'll play it for 10 minutes and be like, I don't feel like playing this right now. And then I'll turn it off and I'll do that like six times and by then it's time to like wrap it up and get out of here and get to shower and go to sleep because I got work the next day. Um, right. So I haven't been playing too much, so I've been on a, like a, like a quest, like a search to find that next that next game, and I want to make sure that whatever game I find next has a nice community associated with it. Um, because when I'm playing those games, what I want is I want community. I want to like play with people, you know. Right. 
Do you do much uh, mobile gaming? I do a little bit. I just downloaded um, that one new Nintendo game. It just came out today. Dragalia? Dragalia? It just came out. Um, it was Bless kind you. of fun. <laughs> I was just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but not too much. No, not as much. I used to play Pokemon Go a little bit, but once again... Um, one you should check out that's... You know, there's a pretty big community on it, and I think I told Peaches about this, um, was um, Marvel uh, Strike Force. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like, it's... Did you play um, the Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes? I played that a little bit, yeah. It's pretty much the same concept, except it's Marvel characters. You level them up, you get... You give them gear, and... Um, you join an alliance and you can you do raids and stuff, and there's a pretty big community around it right now. Yeah, that sounds like something I want to do. I just want to be part of something, something, anything, honestly. Right. Um, I've also Married just kind of a been weird here. lady. I did, dude. I don't. <laughs> She's so weird. I don't. I don't know, man. Um, and so I'm looking something for them like that. I've. Uh, been thinking about trying to play something on um, my Switch, or I just want to play something on a console. I haven't played console in a while. Um, I've been thinking about picking up Warframe on the console. I've been thinking about picking up... Uh, I've been trying to play Arena Valor, which is a new MOBA that came out on Switch. Um, so we'll a really see. cool Switch game that I played with Zach not too long ago um, that you should check out, but it's more... You need to have at least one other person to play with you is uh, Crawl. Have you heard of it? I have not. The one game that both that I was recommended um, from Peaches from you was Overcooked, and I bought that. And my oh, wife and I is awesome. I yeah. know some people hate it because you know it can be super stressful, but I have a blast every time I play that game. I like to pick the guy in the wheelchair, and I call myself <laughs> Meals on Wheels, and I just like dash around the kitchen making my burgers. It's awesome. <laughs> I didn't tell you that part, Eduardo. <laughs> also, I did tell you about Crawl. That was the game where, like, you're all going through a dungeon at the same time. Oh, yeah, and one yeah, of yeah. The rest of you are ghosts. Yeah, it's like D&D, yeah. but you're trying to, like, kill each other if you're not the, the hero. Or if you're Meals on Wheels, he's trying to run you over. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now that I've taken the spotlight this once... Um, uh, <laughs> Peaches, why don't you go next? What have you been playing? I don't have anything to say. No, <laughs> it's, it's been it's been the Kaizo Mario. Of, <laughs> oh, it's been the season of Halloween Horror Nights. So I've spent like three of my last seven days getting spooked, and nice. uh, other than that, I've just kind of been still playing Octopath Traveler. And uh, I did beat the last Kaizo hack I was playing, Super Slim World. It was a lot of fun, dude. The The guy who made it, uh, Duders, he was actually in my stream when I beat the game. Uh, so that was really cool to have the creator there while I was playing it. And he put a lot of awesome work into it. The levels were all fun. They were like an appropriate length. And he put a lot of good music into the game, too. There's lots of Final Fantasy tracks and Undertale stuff. And it's a lot of fun. I don't know what to play next. My oh, Mario, I've been, I've been thinking about downloading Undertale on my Switch because it just came out for Switch like last week or something. Yeah, you gotta get I've, heard good, I've heard good things about it. 
I can't tell you how many games I already own that I want to purchase on my Switch just to have it on my Switch. Bastion <laughs> is coming for the Switch. It just came out. Um, what was the Torbjorn, other one? Torbjorn. <laughs> Soldier 76. Yeah, all those. <laughs> Winston. <laughs> um, what was the other one? Um, I just I downloaded um, the uh, Catcom beat em up package or whatever. Oh, yeah, it's got yeah. like six... It's pretty sweet. It's like having an arcade in your room. Like, it's got Final Fight and it's got some other arcade games that um, I don't think that released in the U.S. Like, I think it was like um, international only. But it's really cool. And I mean, it's it's the Switch, so you just pick up the other controller and you got like it's like a co-op game. I'm going to say something a little blasphemous here, and maybe you guys will be mad about it, maybe you won't. So, Nintendo Switch Online just came out, and with it, you got the NES library. money, but sorry, go sure. on. <laughs> no, yeah, you're not wrong with that. Um, the NES library came out, and I'm going to say something here. NES games do not hold up like SNES games do. They're just not, in my opinion, and there's, there's a few exceptions. Super Mario Bros. 3 is one of them, but... In, in a lot of ways, I go to those games and I go, man, I'd rather just be playing a lot of the SNES versions of these games. Yeah, I totally yeah. agree. Like, there's a, f- a few games that still hold up. Like, I think I saw on there that uh, River City Ransom is on there, which is like one of my favorite beat em up games. But, like, I, I don't want to play NES Tennis. Like, <laughs> I'll play that shit for like a second and then I'm like, all right, well. This was a waste of 20 bucks this month. <laughs> I'll play Ice Climbers all day, man. Yeah, yeah, definitely Ice Climbers. I just think they need a bigger they need a bigger library. They do, they do. And they need a I just I need them to get virtual console on there. I need to be able to play everything and I need them to have GameCube games. For to the be love fair of though, I mean I don't know how to feel about it because I also would love to keep with every iteration of the newest Nintendo console, like I would also love to keep having access to all the virtual console stuff that the previous one had. But like you're asking by asking them to do that, you are saying, Nintendo, I want you to spend your time instead of making new content, just redeveloping the old content in a way that I can play. Like you can use your Wii U if you have a Wii U and you can use the virtual console games that you bought on that system or even before that the original Wii had the virtual console stuff like we don't need it five times like it's cool to have it but we don't need it on every single system that we have do we i agree it's like the same thing with all the final fantasies like right like you're like raping my wallet here like (laughs) i've already bought it on playstation I got it on my computer too. Now I can get it on my Switch. Like, I don't That's need it. I was telling Eduardo systems. last episode when we were talking about the last Nintendo Direct. Like, I'm obviously excited that people are going to have more exposure to Final Fantasy. But for me personally, like, I already own all of those games twice. I don't need to own them a third time. Yeah, but can yeah. not not can something be said about having those games mobily? And to be fair, I did not own a Wii U because I, like 97% of the <laughs> rest of the population of the Earth, didn't purchase a Wii U. Final and Fantasy so, is not on Wii U, and I'm Final just Fantasy saying, is on mobile. I'm just saying as far as virtual... First off, 
Final Fantasy on mobile is absolute garbage because both you and I know I've tried several of the Final Fantasies on mobile and they're all garbage and some of them don't even work. I haven't tried them on mobile because I just... That shit should be on my TV. It's not going to be on my phone. (laughs) Um, but that's not my point. My point is not a lot of people got like I haven't gotten to experience a virtual console really in years. I mean, how many years has it been since the original Wii? And I think it would make sense for them to use their resources because what sets the switch apart is being able to play those games mobily sitting at an airport um, waiting for a flight and playing Luigi's Mansion is like a dream of mine. Yeah, but if you stop asking them to make a GameCube port of the original Luigi's Mansion, they might get done with Luigi's Mansion 3 faster. And that was obviously a hypothetical situation. But the Switch is pretty new. Like, can't we wait until the Switch is like four years old before we're like, yo, spend time making all the games that I already played? I don't think ports take that much work. And also, it's Nintendo, and they're going to take 16 years to make their games no matter what I do. So this is a big thing Maybe. that I have like issues with. It's all of these mini consoles coming out. Like the PlayStation's coming out with one that I'm actually pretty excited about that one. But <laughs> like... <laughs> I have I have a I have a Super Nintendo like in my closet and I have a bunch of games like why would I go out and buy this mini console that like only has like what 15 20 games like why would I spend $100 on that when I can just like hook up my old system I don't know I just I feel like they're they're pointless they're just reiterating stuff that we already have you know i'm i'm with you on that but for a slightly different reason like i do i also still have my super nintendo it's not like in the house that i live in with me but i could retrieve it if i wanted to but like the handful of games that i really cared about on my super nintendo console i've already bought twice for other virtual consoles so i don't need to spend whatever the cost is of your mini system because when it comes down to it like you have one of those, don't you, Eduardo? Nope. Somebody, Robbie has one. Robbie, Robbie has one, and, and we're going to pretend he's here for a second. He might be <laughs> the only person that exists that owns the Nintendo Mini Virtual Console that plays most of the games on it. I would guarantee that most of the people that bought that system for 20, 25 games, however many games are on it, and they probably play like three of them because they play yeah. the three that they remember that they loved, that they they have the nostalgia factor with, and they mm-hmm. let the other ones continue to rot and die. You spent how much on that? A hundred? What was the cost of that thing? I think it's like a little over a hundred or something like that. Where you could just have downloaded those games for like six dollars a pop. Yeah, absolutely. And like or they should have more function. Like I had I bought one of those, or actually I got it for a Christmas present, one of the um mini is a mini Sega Genesis, but not only did it have games preloaded on it, I could take one of the old Sega cartridges and I could put it into it and it'll play it. So that if you have a bunch cool. of old games, you can you can still play them. So that makes sense to me, but the ones that just like have these like 15 20 games preloaded on them, I just I don't see the point. Uh, you know, and specifically with the PlayStation one coming out, 
I want to be excited about it, but I also don't think a lot of those games probably hold up nowadays, right? Like, there's, yeah. a, there's a reason why the SNES one does so well and SNES games do so well is because that was, like, one of the heights of polygonal. It's an awesome polygonal. system. Like, there's a ton of great games for it. Right, absolutely. And it, the, the graphics specifically hold up really well. Like, those sprites hold up really well. The PlayStation was at like the precipice of 3D gra- graphics. Same thing with the N64. They were like at the beginning, and everything had looked weird. You want to talk about some weird boobs? You remember the first Tomb Raider game? Those oh, were some God. weird boobs. Those things were you could like poke someone's eye out. <laughs> they were like triangles, dude. Boobs, 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 boobs. Yeah. Oh, 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 here, let me take my drink. <laughs> and um, and yeah, and so I just. I think people are going to buy it. They're going to be really nostalgic for it. Nostalgic for it. They're going to put it um, on their TV, and it's going to sit there more as like a like a showcase. Like, look at this cool thing on my shelf, rather than a thing that I actually use. Yeah, absolutely. Well, if you I think just... that about the physical virtual console, then why do we need to spend time making more virtual games from the SNES on the newest system? And that's a fair point. Um, and it's because rather than buying a box that has 20 games or 19 games that I'm not going to play and one game that I'll probably play all the way through, I'd rather be able to go on my Switch, pick that one game that really means something to me, and be able to play that again. Well, that that part I agree with. But um, well, I feel like ah. like Nintendo cracking down on them, like the internet, like doing the emulation sites and stuff... That kind of sucks for people that want to play like a game that they can't find, and then if you get the emulation, you can just download it, and it's kind of like it's kind of shitting all over like the history of like video games because like some games are super hard to find, and then right. if you're saying oh Nintendo's the only one that can that can have the ability to let people play this, it just it's kind of like shoehorning everything, you know. It's funny that like I'm advocating for them not to do it as much because I'm the one of the three of us that plays all these Super Mario <laughs> World hacks all the time. Where but, do you like, play I, that I on? on just on like, like stream? You stream it or? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, definitely. Um, I yeah, Twitch.tv/peaches is where I stream. <laughs> That's the uh, the website in which you can watch me stream Kaizo Mario. It's uh, for again for. <laughs> Anybody that might be hearing impaired, it's twitch.tv slash peaches. That was a little louder. Wait, um, could you just, I, I just switched ears. Can you say it one more time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, <laughs> twitch.tv slash peaches, and that's spelled P E A C H 3 Z. Got it. Like, like it's edgy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so where, where was I going with this? Uh, something you were about talking Super about Mario. your Twitch stream, I think. Uh, no, I was, see, now I lost it. I was being too arrogant. Yeah. I had I a good point. Going either. <laughs> I did have a good point. I just think it's, it's okay. Here's where I was going. I was agreeing with you, Dennis, in that like, at some point, even if you're Nintendo, even if you're whatever the most popular video game company is at the moment, if you've got a game that is, 30 years old and you are not physically selling copies of that game anymore 
to me, like it's just extra exposure for you if somebody can download an emulated version of that game. Like you're not gonna pay Nintendo for the game because they don't physically sell it anymore. If anything, you're gonna have to go to like Amazon or eBay or some place where somebody is selling a secondhand copy of that game, and you're gonna pay a random person to play the game and you don't even know if that game is going to work or not. It, they don't sell the system anymore either. So it's not like you're going to be able to go out and purchase a Super Nintendo to use the Super Nintendo. So like at some point, I think that companies just need to chill out about that kind of stuff because they're not making a profit. Like they are literally making $0 anyway. And if they are going to make any money, it's going to help them to have the extra exposure that would come from allowing those emulations. Yeah, absolutely. And I think they're doing a great job doing like the, um, I know they have like the Sega classics bundle you could buy. And then it's like what, 20 or 30 games. And it's like one time cost, and you get access to all these games. Like, I think they should do more stuff like that, but to like charge us to play a game that's, already hard to find just to charge us for it it just seems backwards it also gets into a weird legal realm of at what point do you own your digital media right so like if i own this copy of this game how much of this game what how much of what i can do can i do to this game right like if i play this game i can hand you a controller and you can play it but i can't burn a copy and hand it to you because now I'm breaking some sort of law, right? Like, so it, it poses a really weird legal about it. My wife is looking at me. For those that don't know, she's going to be a lawyer. And obviously she, she hears oh the word. Is that how you say it every time you mention it? She's going to be a lawyer. She sure hears she like that, that SpongeBob meme. <laughs> she hears the word law and pops her head out of the room. Law. Uh, um, but it poses a really interesting legal question as to when when do you actually own your digital media? And I think right now, with the law in general, I don't think I think we haven't even figured that out yet, right? Like the law hasn't even come to a real decision as to when we actually do own this kind of stuff. So we'll see we'll see what happens. But Dennis. Now that we've gotten super off track, what games have you been playing? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I know you guys mentioned this on your last podcast. Well, I know uh, Peaches did, but uh, I've been playing a little bit of Guacamelee 2, which is a lot of fun. It's pissing me off. There's some Uh really hard platforming in that game. Um, And I've been playing a ton of Spider-Man, like... Like I said, I just I just a hundred percented it. Uh, it didn't take as long as I thought it was going to. But then again, I was playing the game nonstop. So <laughs> that game is so fun, and it just it's like a meme. They, there was like a meme about it with like um, with Batman specifically um, uh-huh. about how like bat the Batman games made you feel like Batman. But these game that game really makes you feel like Spider Man. Like it really like truly does make you feel like Spider Man, and it, it's just everything that you do as you're doing it, you're just having so much fun. Oh, yeah, dude, absolutely. I and I know Spider-Man you said this last, um, last podcast, but I, as much fun as the swinging is through the city, I have used the fast travel because at a point I was like, I just want 100% this <laughs> so I can move on in my gaming. I can move on to a different game. So I fast travel a couple times. It's actually pretty cool because you see Spider-Man on the train and he's just like, 
hanging out with regular people. Like, it's pretty cool. I'm glad that that one was lost. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Uh, Spider-Man's super dope. Uh, I have been playing it a little by little with you, so I'm with you, man. Peaches, you need to get on it, man. You need to get I, on that Listen, Spider-Man my movie. roommate keeps taking his PlayStation away. He'll like bring it home it and play Spider-Man. No. And then he'll take it. Uh-oh. That's really sad. Yeah. I just got to wait until he leaves it. Or buy a PlayStation. I don't have money for that. You were going to buy it. I remember back when we were on the Destiny days, you were like inches away oh. from buying a PlayStation. And you were going to be Do one of it. us. And we were all going to play games together. And then all of a sudden you didn't. So now yeah. we either... And then you know what happened? I actually played Destiny and said, fuck this shit, I'm out. <laughs> Look. Yeah, it's actually one of the free... It was one of the free games last month or the month before. Yeah, yeah, it was. No, it's this month. Oh, okay. It's this month. It's free this month. Um, I tried to get back into it. I just... Two is tough. From what I hear, their newest expansion is really fantastic, and people are, like, praising it. But, like, I've been hurt too many times. Like, I can't... Yeah, exactly. And, (laughs) like, you're not playing it anymore. Like, nobody I know is playing it anymore. So, like... Gummy's playing playing it. And I was just like, well... No one's on, so Gumby will vouch for it. Gumby likes it. Gumby, what you play on PlayStation, right? Well, yeah, because he plays Bloodborne. He has to play on PlayStation. But yeah, dude, it it has hurt. It has hurt us a lot of times, man. It's like the game that cried wolf at this point. Right. (laughs) I'm I'm just looking forward to Anthem because I feel like that's EA's answer to uh, how crappy Destiny Two is. Anthem does look good. It does. I I think it looks good. It does. And, you know, I think a lot of these games are built on their communities. A lot of my opinions of games... um, (laughs) It is sorry, it really (laughs) means it this time. I think a lot of my... flowers and chocolates, Gumby. uh, A lot of my opinions of games are based off of how much fun I have when I'm playing with other people. Um, mm-hmm. and if I'm a lot of the times, a lot of these games, I have a lot less fun when I'm playing solo. So if a lot of my friends aren't playing the game, I'm not having fun and I'll probably like jump off of it pretty soon. Like, I, I think that's essentially what happened with our, when we stopped playing destiny, like yeah, less everybody and less people fell off and right. it was just like, well, if no one else is playing, what's the point of it, me playing? Exactly. And then everybody just kind of stopped and that's, that was the day our group died. I know. I was so sad, so <laughs> sad because I miss like us doing raids together. And yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that like uh, Red Dead Redemption Two brings all of that back because like I'm excited to make like a posse and like you know rob banks with people, and <laughs> do all sorts of crazy shit. It's essentially going to be GTA Online, um, but but in a western, a, yeah. right? But in a western, which sounds awesome. Absolutely. Um, and if GTA Five taught us anything, it's that Rockstar knows how to make a make a game. You know, Rockstar is still making like buttloads of cash off of GTA Five. So I I will say this: whenever Rockstar releases a new game, like Red Dead Redemption Two is coming out in a couple weeks, I will not be at work. I it's my own <laughs> personal holiday. I just like oh, this new game came out. I will not be at work. So, so are there any 2, managers out there listening to this? Red Dead 2 comes out um, October 26th. So I probably won't be, won't be picking it up until after we get back from BlizzCon. 
Oh, bow, yeah. Bow, 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 bow. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, dude. We're going um, at the end. We leave on um, Halloween. I'm actually taking a flight on Halloween day, and I'm really psyched because I get on Southwest. And this is like a weird thing. So if you go on Southwest flights, they give you like a, like a, like a soda and like a little like chip or like a cookie but in the pamphlet if you look at the bottom it says we give you free alcoholic drinks on holidays so i'm gonna get not just that but i get two because i have a connecting flight so i'm gonna me too (laughs) so i'm gonna get on a flight i'm gonna get turned and then get on another flight and then get turned again yeah man that's awesome and then i'm gonna get really (laughs) drunk and then we're gonna drive first thing to in and out no matter what peaches says (laughs) Hey, Dennis, you want to go to BlizzCon instead? <laughs> so, wait, hold on. Are you saying, Peaches, that you're not a fan of it now? Whoa, whoa, whoa. This... Am, am I opening up a, a can of worms here? This could be an entire podcast on its own. <laughs> because if you're you're saying what I think you're saying, this may be unpopular, but I, I have to agree. Oh, I no! Think, I think they're, yeah! they're overrated. Oh, uh, yes, it's not that I don't like like In and Out. It's that I think oh, it's I think highly they're, they're, they're overrated. Yeah, absolutely. I think they're insanely overrated. You know how many more people I hear on a daily basis tell me that In and Out is overrated than people actually saying they enjoy In and Out? I Maybe hear so true. many people over and over and be like, "Man, In and Out is so overrated." So over, but how can something be overrated if it's not being praised? Like the whole point of something being overrated is it's being praised too much. But if there's not a ton of people praising it, what's the point? Overrated just, doesn't have just, to do with praise. It has to do with the fact that it is rated higher than it deserves to be rated by people. But if no one's rating it, then how can it be overrated? Because the people that think it's okay rated in the middle. And the people that would shove an In-N-Out burger in their ass for pleasure have it at a seven out of five. So it's skewing the data. Look, let me tell you, I would kill for an In-N-Out burger right now, but I've only ever had it a handful of times. Well, that's another thing that I think is what's overrated about it. I think if it was everywhere, it'd be just like it'd be in the same line as like Wendy's or, you know mcdonald's i just think that because it's so hard to get you can only get it if you're you know like Disney, cult thing. Uh, disneyland area. yeah exactly it's like, like the holiday sandwich at earl of sandwich everybody lost their fucking shit when the holidays came around because they could go to earl of sandwich and get a, a, a sandwich with stuffing and turkey and cranberry sauce on it and then they put it on the menu all year round and nobody buys that sandwich anymore you can get that at like wawa it's not, and it's, it's just not special good. anymore and maybe We're not talking about it. how good that sandwich is. Maybe it's just an example. Um, I mean, the sandwich is good. But no, but like, look, I, I do think that there's something special about In-N-Out. I think their ingredients are fresh. I think there could be an argument made for the fries. I, I concede could? I concede the fry notion because if you don't like animal-style fries, then sure, their plain fries aren't great. I'm going to um, walk away. No, I, I love <laughs> the Thousand Island dressing, but I don't think they should be on the fries. Really? Now that, yeah. that's crazy to me. I cannot, <laughs> like, I, I want to douse, I want everything animal style when I go there. Everything. <laughs> if I could get an animal uh, style, can I just get a milkshake with onions and Thousand Island dressing? I'm just kidding. I do, <laughs> I do really enjoy, don't they have a Neapolitan shake? They do, they do. 
and that's pretty delicious. Also, to be fair, as far as fast food goes, it is very affordable. Oh yeah, absolutely, it's and they affordable. treat their yeah. their um, workers really well too. I just I like I like Zach said. I just think they're overrated. I think if they were everywhere. We wouldn't be having this conversation. Look, I like that I keep rotating between Zach and Beaches. <laughs> uh, I, like don't, I don't know how you want me to address. I just start calling you Zach Peaches or Peaches Zach. You know, you just call me, call me Three Z. That takes both. Peach Three Z. <laughs> thanks, uh, thanks for the host, man. That's that's everything right there in one one little combo. Um. One yeah, little I, combo with a side of animal style fries and a Neapolitan milkshake right there. I just I just can't agree with you guys. I think In and Out is something special, and I think other institutions are not special. Namely a Texas burger institution that those people think are very special, but I don't think is that special. Which, you try which to, one would you, you try to summon about? Chelsea and Robbie to literally murder you? On, I on am, the- dude. My <laughs> wife is from Southern California. If I'm not team in and out a hundred percent, do you know what's gonna happen to me? Uh, it's all a it's all a ruse. I get you're it. Get, I you're gonna get sued. <laughs> yeah, we won't say anything, buddy. <laughs> I will get sued. She'll divorce me and take everything. You you keep <laughs> pretending like you love it, right? Like because she can hear you right now. I do we'll love just, in and out, though. I do, and we'll just. Oh, and that no, will be you don't love it. That will be number one place we go to when we land. I can't wait to shit all over the car. <laughs> if I'm a break ketosis, it's gonna be for some in and out. I will say you don't have to break ketosis to eat in and out. Yeah, because they have um protein style, right? Yeah, you can get your burger protein style, so you just eat it in a lettuce wrap. I ate it that way when I was in Texas visiting her the first time. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. So you went to Texas, and when you were in there, you elected to eat at In-N-Out over any other amazing Texas restaurant that sells burgers that that you could have gone to. Sir, you have like 2% of the story, okay? This is what happened. She had a day that she had to go to class, so I was by myself without car. And the closest things in walking distance were closed, in and out, and like some stupid chain that we have everywhere. So I said, I can't get in and out anywhere. I might as well try this burger again. Plus, I know I can get it with a lettuce wrap. It fit in my diet. And then I ate there. And then I spent 30 minutes in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, you should have just taken that money and thrown it in the toilet. It would have saved you. <laughs> to be fair... Eduardo has a point. It was only like four dollars that I threw directly in the toilet. So, I mean, it is yeah. it is cheap, and people always and that's the thing about In and Out that I think that what does make it special is what people compare it to. A lot of the times are things that it probably shouldn't be compared to. People compare In and Out to Five Guys. They compare it to Shake Shack, and they compare it to these like fast casual dining experiences that I think are at a level above where Shake or where um, In and Out is. But if you tell me In and Out isn't better than McDonald's. Burger King and Wendy's. I think you're wrong. Uh, I think it's about the same as Wendy's. It's definitely better than McDonald's and Burger King, but I feel like they're they're even with Wendy's. Burger King has chicken fries, though. I worked at Burger King, and you don't want (laughs) to eat Burger King. I'll I'll, I'll take McDonald's over Burger King any day. 
Not a, not a fan of the of the BK Lounge. No, same. Oh, no. Same. I last I like after years of not eating it because I worked there, I had it like um a couple months ago and I've never felt so sick in my entire life. It made me feel awful. I just feel like it being I guess it's grilled, but I just feel like it's fake grilled. Like at least if I go to McDonald's, I know it's fake, but like <laughs> They're trying. They're trying to pull the wool over my eyes. So it, I'll tell you, it is a real broiler. So there is a real grill. You have like, there's like um, a big metal plate, and you stack the burgers on there, and you push it into the broiler, and you set a timer. And there's a conveyor belt that, after it flame grills them, it like spits them out into a tray. Did you just say broiler? It's a broiler. Yeah. I hardly know her. Got him. <laughs> Cue up the uh, crickets, please. Got him. <laughs> have you guys been uh, Have you guys been watching anything? See any good movies? Watch any TV lately? Um, I watched. Um, I've been watching the new Planet of the Apes movies just because I had never seen them. Uh really awesome. They're They're a lot better than like the one with uh, Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> uh, I saw the uh, the James Franco one. Um, yeah, that was the only one I had seen, and then I heard the other two were like, like really awesome. So I checked them out. Yeah, definitely give them a, give them a look if you like the first one. That's Andy Circus in that, right? Yeah, yeah, he he always does an amazing job. But yeah, it's they look so real. It's like it's crazy. Um, earlier this week we watched. Uh, I don't know if I talked about it last week. I don't remember actually. We talked. Uh, we watched uh, American Vandal, and I don't know if you guys have seen American Vandal. Um, I've been told by some by a friend to watch it because it's isn't it like a spoof of like um, making a murder? Both of you would love it. It's like a mockumentary. So that was the first season. So the first season, there's a there's like a vandalism where somebody draws a bunch of dicks on all the teacher's car at a school, and there's a one kid that goes down for it, and they're basically just trying to prove his innocence. Okay. And so season two, which just came out, is about an event called the Brownout. And uh, <laughs> there's like a school cafeteria and somebody spikes the lemonade with a bunch of laxatives. Oh, and yeah. there's like videos of kids like shitting all over the school. And um, <laughs> then they're essentially trying to figure out who caused that. And the guy like has like an internet persona and he calls himself the turd burglar. <laughs> and, <laughs> He has a little like poop emoji with like like um, like a bandit mask on, like like the Hamburglar, but it's the turd burglar. Um, oh my gosh! But it is so funny, and it like is like you you could pass it off for somebody not knowing that it could be real in some points. Like you could almost think that it was real at some points, um, but they do a really good job, and it's absolutely hilarious. And I highly, highly, highly recommend it. I have to check okay, it out. So- so the show um, I think is the last fake. show that I finished. Oh, go ahead, Peaches. I was just saying that the show is completely fake. Completely fake. None of it is real. Okay. They do things to make you feel like it's because that's the, the idea. Is they, it's supposed to pretend like it is real. So they're gonna like talk like it is real. Like in the second one, the re, the season, the reason it starts or the way it starts is that they talk about how like they got so famous and they ended up getting a Netflix contract. It's like these two kids, but it's not really it. There's like a whole production crew around them, but. Sure. Gotcha. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. But uh, what I just finished, well, I guess it's been a couple months now, but have you guys watched Westworld at all? Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. Okay, yes. So good. Like, totally addicted to that show. 
Have you season finished the Have you finished the second season? I have. I was really disappointed at the end of the second season. Yeah. Uh, because of what happened, you were expecting something else. Well, let's let's go. Let's just tell everybody right now. We're gonna go into full spoiler territory. So if you don't want to <laughs> listen, uh, fast forward a few minutes. And if we're still talking about Westworld, we're still talking spoilers. Um, here's the thing. I felt like the and I guess this exact statement that I'm gonna make isn't a spoiler, but I felt like the exact the entire season was like leading to something, and by the end of it, I felt like the payout wasn't worth what it was leading to like i had a lot of questions and a lot of my questions were answered and i was unsatisfied with the answers yeah and i feel like there were more questions than than answers and the first season was definitely better because it was like there were multiple like storylines going on right but they all made sense right i think the second season tried too hard to one-up how cool the first season was as far as the twist went mm-hmm. and i think that's what did it for me was that they kept throwing like twist after twist after twist after twist into the second season to the point where you were like what does all of this mean like i don't you're you're giving me too much information you're trying too hard to one-up yourself just accept that the second of something is almost usually the worst and move <laughs> on right yeah, but you got to admit the music is really cool in that show. Like, I love how fantastic. they take. Uh, I bet the... Eduardo skips the intro. If I can, I do. <laughs> yeah, I heard you do that. It's, uh, sometimes, it's, look, if I am binging a show, well, guys, I'm... thanks for watching Squad Up this week. <laughs> if I'm binging a show and I'm watching it episode after episode, I'm not going to watch the intro every single time. And if I've seen the intro a bajillion times, I'm not going to do it again. Sometimes I skip the Game of Thrones intro. And for those of you that want to come at me for it, nuts <laughs> to you. All right. Here's what I, we're going to do. I'll side with both of you. I think it depends on the show. Like, like Stranger Things, I listen to that shit every single time because it's Eduardo awesome. doesn't. I don't. But another side of that, like watching Game of Thrones, I've skipped the intro once or twice. So, all right, here's Hello. a poll for here's a poll for all of you out here. Uh, did you actually finish a season if you skipped the intro because you did not watch 100 percent of the episode? <laughs> if you agree with that, send to the Squad Up email, which is squaduppodcast at gmail uh, Peaches is right. And if you don't <laughs> agree with that, um, go to twitch.tv slash peaches and hit the follow button. And then we'll know. Then we'll know. Man, that's a brilliant ploy. I like it. <laughs> brilliant. Um, <laughs> and we'll, we can tally up those results and see how many people think I'm right versus how many people followed me. Um, Makes sense. I've yeah. also been, I am almost done. I am on the last Harry Potter book of my reread. And just a little bit of warning for those out there who are listening next week. Snape kills Dumbledore. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> no. <laughs> I heard that somewhere. That. I mean, <laughs> they're buddies. Um,. <laughs> Next week, we're going to have an entire episode dedicated to all things Harry Potter. We're going to talk about 
um, the books. We're going to talk about how they relate to the movies. We're going to talk about Fantastic Beasts and that new trailer that came out. And there's going to be some debates in there. Mainly, was Snape a good guy or was he not? Um, arguing for the defendant would be my <laughs> wife. And oh, wow. arguing for or the prosecutor in this is going to be Peaches over here. And we're going to come to a resolution by the end of it whether you think that Snape was right in the actions that he took or was he not. Oh, if you need a witness, you let me know. <laughs> Deal. Snape's a dick. <laughs> uh, and I think that's going to wrap it up for this show. Thank you both uh, for being on. It's been a pleasure. Dennis, thank you for your first time. I cannot thank you so imagine. Much. Thanks, for, uh, thanks for having me and hopefully uh, I can come back. Yeah, dude. I cannot imagine that we wouldn't have you again. This has been a lot of fun. Um, do you want to pimp anything up? Do you have anything that you'd want to like tell oh, people? Oh, let's see. Um, if you want to play video games with me on PlayStation, you can find me at Sugar Bowl Cole. Um, I have a Facebook, but I don't want to give you that. So, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I want to thank my arms for always being by my side. <laughs> My fingers and toes, I can always count you on always them. always count on them, absolutely. And your legs, because they always support you. Yeah, they always support me. <laughs> Peaches, let the folks know. Listen, they all know. I've, <laughs> I've, I've pimped out my, my... I think you should probably do it one more time. Okay, one more time. Twitch.tv slash Peaches. Peach3Z. But y'all know that because I say it all the time and I probably said it as much in this episode as I've said it total in all episodes. <laughs> anyway, back at you, Eduardo. Uh, you can find the show, or me, at twitch.tv slash Eduardo as well as the show. Um, we've moved the shows to Thursdays, so if you're with us, if you're listening, if you want to catch it live and you wouldn't weren't able to before, it's now Thursday nights. Um, catch us here live every week. Next week, we're talking Harry Potter. You can email the show, squaduppodcast at gmail.com. Find the show at squaduppodcast on most um, social media pages. Um, and I think that's going to do it for us. Um, for myself, for Dennis, for Peaches, good luck, have fun, and find some boob animations. Bye, everybody! You don't have to.